this week's episode of Everything You Remember Sucks. I'm your co-host, Colleen. I am also one of the co-hosts, and my name is Anoop. And I'm your last co-host, Matt. Do you have to take a sip of beer before you do yeah, that? Yeah, I had to get a what good What if light? you have a good throat noise, noise in there? I'm going to have yeah. to edit this out. <laughs> Stop! Just write. Just... Alright, yep. let's take a mulligan on this one. The, go- the goal is to speak through the beer. Yeah. And then you want to get all the... <laughs> You want to get that good beer juice into your podcast. So I here's like the the truck while listening. I, I had a bit in mind that I was going to say my thing and then be like, this week's episode brought to you by Squarespace. Because I think if we just say the sponsorships, they'll come. Didn't Anoop try that once? Did we try that already? I mean, I did that on, I've done that in the past, just in life. Yeah. I thought that might work. I have a lot of debt. Uh, because yeah, I'm exactly. Audio. I'm waiting for the checks. So, so this week's episode brought to you by Quip. Yeah. Sticks to your mirror, I think. We don't own them. <laughs> yeah. This week's episode is brought to you by MeUndies, and it's a good thing this webcam doesn't show anything besides my face. <laughs> this week's episode brought to you by MeUndies. It'll control your boners for Chris Martin. Good one. I, I thought so. That was good. I didn't uh, get well, it. I'll put that in. I'll put that in. Chris, Chris Martin's, Martin's the, the lead Coldplay. singer Coldplay. Oh. God, Anoop, wow. do your research. So I didn't do any research. That's fair. I, bar- I mean, I did research, but there's really not much other than everyone being like, what an amazing album. Oh, my God. It was Breakthrough. Yeah. Like, breakthrough. I didn't know what? you were such a big fan of Kid and Play. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this week we went back and revisited not the first Coldplay album because Matt wanted the ones with the one with all the hits on it. So we did the second Coldplay album, A Rush of Blood to the Head. Okay, so by all the hits, you do mean two hits, right? You're going to do the one without clocks on it? Isn't yellow on the first one? Yeah, but yeah, clocks that's... is way bigger. Is it? Time to Google. I recognize clocks, so I'll yeah. give you that. I don't know if I would listen to ye- if I would know yellow. Give me no, those. your phone's going to give the interference. Give me those keys. Come on, everyone knows that. I mean, everyone. Lead us in. I'll look up. While Matt looks this up. Oh, okay, wait, so is I this our new segment? a total of two songs on this album. Which one? Scientist and Clocks. Knew it. Uh, otherwise, this was all a bunch of random Coldplay-esque noises. It does. I'll give them credit. Their sound is very consistent. Like, I it only is. know Coldplay from songs on the radio, and I turned on this album, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is Coldplay. This is really, this is Coldplay as fuck, you know? <laughs> Just an exceedingly Coldplay thing. It's almost like a band was doing an impression of modern-day Coldplay, but they were good, which I guess is the whole, that that is what degradation over time is. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've definitely gotten worse. This is a pretty. This is a really good album. I think the first album's pretty good too. But the first album's like so. Their first album's a bit more. I guess you'd say like emo and more acoustic as well. Like this one, you don't really get an ag- acoustic guitar until like the third song. Oh, Coldplay's greatest hits. The scientist is even before Clocks. Damn, that's a bunch of bullshit tell you that viva, right okay viva la vida that, that makes, makes sense. sense yeah yeah the scientist trouble really which one's trouble uh i bet they say trouble in it they mm. do yeah a bunch <laughs> uh clocks adventure of a lifetime i don't even know that one princess of china okay i'm clearly out of the coldplay loop and then yellow and then uh, actually princess of china is the song that they just made 
Uh, it was in the background of the Mulan trailer. Uh, you might not have noticed it. But All it right, was what's the what's the name for Coldplay fans? We're gonna make it up right now. Cold players. The cold players. The cold players with an A. I've decided. Like, it is decided. I don't know if I like that. It's of course the cold boys, and it's yeah, with an I. Obviously, cold boys. Okay. There's no other option. Well, originally it was the Coldplay boys, and then they cut the play because it was too wordy, so it became yeah. the Cold yeah. Boys. Around 2005, they cut the the play out, so then it just yeah. became the Cold Boys. Yeah, the guy from Napster told them just. <laughs> Just cold, cold boys. boys. Cold boys. <laughs> cold boys. <laughs> yeah. That's how okay. it went. So this album came out. It was released at the end of August of 2002. Mm-hmm. And there's like a bunch of references online to it being super intense and like legendary or whatever because it was more serious than the first album and it came out after 9-11. Well, it was like, recorded right after. It was recorded right after. I think I don't. None remember. of that comes through on the album. It really oh, well, does. Actually, I feel like it does. And it wasn't recorded right after 9-11. It was recorded during 9-11, which was weird. The second that first plane hit the tower, they hit the recording studio. <laughs> I'm inspired. <laughs> exactly. And I think you can hear that throughout the song. I think the scientist is about uh, the fragile American ego. Yeah. If you really listen like- to it. Yeah. All right. I'm. I'm gonna need this bit to go for every song. So. Okay. And the ready. clocks is about actually just clocks. That one was pretty on the nose. Right. How all the building had clocks in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Confusion never stops. Yeah. Closing doors. Did he say closing doors and ticking clocks? I guess. God, so. he is bad at writing lyrics. Does he write all the lyrics? I think so. I think he does. His dumb face makes him look like he writes dumb lyrics. Yeah. Bits that I picked from reviews because I was like, oh, I wonder how this was received at the time because I loved it. But I was like, I don't know if the music world loved it. Mm -hmm. These were literal words that were used to describe this album. And I'm not even making this up. Confidence. Organic slash wholesome. Strong. Haunting delivery. And then sense of urgency. Like, I don't hear any of that. Maybe mm. we're just not cut out to be music critics. I guess I could hear some of the haunting. I could hear the strong album as well, because their last one was very acoustic and very right. whiny. So this one was a little less we're whiny. Add delay and piano. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> you guys got the, the secret track where it was just about 30 seconds of silence. Uh, enough that you think like, oh, maybe my phone stopped playing the song, and then really loudly somebody says "boo." That part I found <laughs> haunting. Very <laughs> that, haunting. That stuck with me. That you know what that really reminded me of? Nine Eleven. Mm. God damn. Mm-hmm. So I think Coldplay is this interesting band in terms of everyone's ability to admit whether or not they're a Coldplay fan. I feel like, and there's I, to me one specific reason why this is a thing. Because the 40-year-old virgin has an amazing bit where Paul Rudd and someone else holding up really well are on a couch. They go, you know how I know you're gay? You know how I know you're gay? You know how I know you're gay? And then the last one is because you listen to Coldplay. Mm. So I couldn't admit I liked Coldplay for, oh, I don't know, 15 years because of my fragile masculinity. Well, yeah. yeah. But Coldplay still amazing. hasn't admitted that he's gay. Because <laughs> of my closet's homosexuality, yeah. Well, he's yeah. bi. We've established this. Have we? I, no, I, I don't know. 
it's a new bit I'm working on where I just say we've established this. <laughs> I'm gonna have some deep introspection later, I guess. So yeah, I couldn't. I I don't know if I could be a Coldplay fan for a long time because being gay at an all guys school. Come on, sounds yeah, like being sounds hungry like at a buffet. Yeah, yeah, that sounds <laughs> ideal. I don't think all guys high school is quite like how Riverdale or what I imagine any show like that would portray it as. Yeah, tell me about your fandom of Riverdale. Yeah. What's your favorite character? Joe? That sounds right. Is there I don't know, it's still never. the Archie comics. You could have just said Jughead. Is it? I literally know nothing about Riverdale. You don't know anything about Archie? You could have said Archie. <laughs> I... Oh... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not a fan of the show, but damn, even I could have thrown something out there off the dough. Thanks for throwing me a bone. Instead, you just threw me under the bus. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just weird that you don't know because, of course, the characters in Riverdale are based on the members of the band Coldplay. Oh, yeah. yeah that makes sense. Yeah. It Just like Twilight, it's a fanfic of Coldplay mm-hmm. as a band. It's no, what it's if Coldplay show. all went to high school together and one of them really liked burgers? <laughs> we just end this episode there yeah i think we're done all right good oh, week. you, see you, you pick this week. album you gotta talk about it man see you next week um what was i gonna watch say? watch out for the temple guards <laughs> i'm gonna throw it. it in right in the middle you're so lame I'm pretty funny. now people are gonna have to listen to figure out what we're doing next week well now they're done listening with the yeah now they can turn it like, off. oh well i know what's happening next week well, I don't like Coldplay, so I guess I'll just stop <laughs> listening now. I mean, no one's listening anyway. All right, so you were a closeted Coldplay fan. I think that's the only way to describe it. Anoop, you were not a Coldplay fan. Honestly, I'm not familiar. If it wasn't on the radio, I've never listened to something from Coldplay. And I know Coldplay mostly as like kind of a band you can throw out as a punchline. Like... Just to anything. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be homophobic. I know those are Matt's favorite jokes, but for me, you know, I kind of like my jokes not to, like, persecute any sort of minorities or special interest groups, right? So, I generally... I, I, I do like to think that I'm awake uh, at times, mostly because of the amount of coffee I drink. But anyways... <laughs> There. We were at a protest recently, and there was a little kid there. You just tried to outwoke him. Yeah, and there was a... I was at a protest recently, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a little kid that was in, like, a stroller, and they had made a sign that says... What did it say? It said, like, I take I take na- naps, but I'm still woke. I thought that was funny. Mm. But anyways. Me too, fellow kid. Yeah, I don't take naps, nor am I woke. Anyways, I was a Coldplay fan. You were a Coldplay fan. I still am. Um, and you weren't worried about being gay. Yeah. 40-year-old version did a number on me. I'm so I'm sorry. I'm also afraid of getting chest wax. I'm so sorry that as a white male, your life's been so difficult. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've been persecuted. Yeah. Growing up in a wealthy suburb of New I had Jersey. to shield my iPod if I put Coldplay on. Yeah. <laughs> you better, you should do a Me Too against Steve Carell. Because he really damaged you. <laughs> People were like, what are you watching, Matt? And you're like, nothing, porn. It's porn. I'm watching porn. It was really the really, scientist, was the scientist. <laughs> on repeat. A single tear rolling down my eye. <laughs> I'm watching straight porn. See, <laughs> when you say that. 
Um, yeah, I've always been a huge Coldplay fan. I definitely owned a bunch What's of What's the albums. last album that came out then? No idea. I don't know if... Okay, so I get... was always for Don't the first fucking, probably. What are you mansplaining Coldplay fandom to Colleen? I'm explaining He's... fandom. Okay, mansplaining but you're such fandom, a damn it. classic nerd where you're like, oh, you like something? Name this. Do this. Prove that you like. She's not allowed to like something, Matt. No. God. Yeah. Thanks, Anoop. Yeah. I thought the gays were supposed to be more accepting of people. <laughs> <laughs> The buys are incredible. Get back in your fucking closet, Matt. (laughs) Yeah, the buys are incredibly hateful. There's one thing I know about bisexual people. (laughs) They are attracted to everyone, but they hate a lot of people. (laughs) The only way they can filter. So I think we should just start this one over. Take a mulligan? No, I'm I'm just kidding. Let's do it, yeah. Yeah? Welcome to... If you're really going to do rewind, no, no, I'm just kidding. Oh my god. And then I divorce my husband. Oh, we should do a Matt Mansplains hour where Ooh. we just have one topic that I attempt to explain to you. And every time you ask questions or explain it back wrong, I get really mad. So it's just our lives. So just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On tape. Admittedly, that would be a thing that's very nostalgic. The problem is, it still happens today. So yeah. <laughs> it did happen yeah. in the 90s, but it also still happens now. So unfortunately, it's not that much of a throwback. Crazy. Yeah. One day I'll grow up. Well, since you asked... <clears throat> since you asked, the last Coldplay album that I really liked was the one that the number one song was from. Was it Viva called La Viva La Vida? The yeah. Whole album? yeah, the album is Or Death Viva and all of his friends. Or, yeah. See, that's when my Coldplay closeted fandom ended as well. So that's when you stopped. Yeah, after that, you were like, eh. I mean, no, I just came out of the closet. Did they yeah. make any other music after that? Yeah. They're yeah, literally see. still making music now. Right. I just don't know it. But I don't know. Yeah. There's like a few songs around the radio that I probably recognize, but I haven't really listened. Like one day at work a couple months ago. Before we even thought of this podcast, wow. I went back and I was like, you know what? I kind of want to listen to, I just want to have like a Coldplay day. I was working on some huge project and I was like, just got to put my head, my head down, put my headphones on. And I started with the first Coldplay album and I listened to all of them up to Viva La Vida. <laughs> and it was awesome. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. Nothing but bangers. I mean, they're really good. I mean, I do. I really like Coldplay. I don't know what their music's like now. I'm I'll sure... preface it with that since Matt's going to No, I'm pretty me. sure their last album was a collaboration with Imagine Dragons. That's mm. a band today, right? So that's the thing. What I was going to say is Imagine Dragons is Coldplay as fuck. Now when I hear a Coldplay song on the radio, I'm like, but it could be Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I have no way of knowing. <laughs> I don't know if I can name a single Imagine Dragons song, but I'll just assume they're the same. Yeah, they're indistinguishable. Perfect. Down to the very genetic material. If you yeah. were to biopsy a Coldplay song and an Imagine Dragons song, indistinguishable. You could transplant yeah. any part of a Coldplay song into an Imagine Dragons song, and no one would notice. I, I mean, what... you just wrote, like, the next Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie. He's going to star in this, like, music genome thing where he writes quirky songs, and then they get spliced with another quirky band. With, say, Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. You said the word quirky more than three times, so she's, uh, she's contractually obligated she's to be in it. She's been summoned. She yeah. may be outside her door right now. Yeah. 
I just wanted to see a picture of Imagine Dragon. Yep. You could literally take a picture of, of, Ima- a- of, of Imagine Dragons, the band, and replace the replace it with the photo of Coldplay and be like, this is the band. And I'd be like, yep. Like, I literally can't. T- they're just four white dudes. You should have prepped like a couple clips where it's like Imagine Dragons or Coldplay. And it's just 10 seconds from the middle of any song. Mm. Well, I that meant like, like visually even. Even the way that they look. Like, look at that. Are they British? Probably. <laughs> I mean, ch- chances are. Chances are. No, they're American. Lame. Ugh, gross. There's two... There are three... Three members of Imagine Dragons are named Dan. Sure. That's how white this band is. Damn. I just thought you Imagine... Imagine... Dan. Damn it, I can't get there. <laughs> I feel like I'm close, but just not... It's not happening. I want to say imagine Danons, but that just sounds like yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, then the Dan- members of Danimals Coldplay, if you didn't know, members of Coldplay, Chris Martin, everyone knows that. Some guy named Guy. Uh, didn't know that. At the didn't beginning know of the that yeah. Everyone knows that except for a dude. Uh, a guy named literally Guy. Doesn't a guy named Johnny. Name? Yeah, yeah. J- I'm just Fieri. saying how white they are, okay? Guy, Johnny, Will, and Phil. Yeah, these are some white names. A lot of people don't know Guy Fieri is in Coldplay. (laughs) I would love that show. Yeah. Why are there so many members? Well, after Guy Fieri stopped headlining for Smash Mouth, came over, started working for Coldplay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, anywho, yes. So should we dig into this little little nugget of... And I'm probably going to do the same thing I did for the other music one, which is listen to the snippet of it before, so I'm going to have to edit them all out. But I would just want to refresh my memory because it's important to me. Well, I think we should give Anoop the lyrics and then he has to karaoke it back to us. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Because I can't. I physically can't do that. (laughs) All right. Okay. I don't like the album's opener or the album's closer. Like, I felt like they were both. They could have been better. What song are we starting off with? It's called Politic with a K. Yeah, I don't get that. What? I don't know. Well, either. it's no because politicking is like an action, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So is this politic like the noun to politic? I don't know word grammars. I don't know. So this album on iTunes on Wikipedia make a big fuss about it being post two thousand one. The first song is called Politic, which I'm assuming is some sort of reference to that. Oh, yeah. This is the iTunes blurb. I remember I was going to read this. This is the iTunes blurb on it. Uh, Recorded in the immediate aftermath of the 9-11 terrorist attacks, a rush of blood to the head is driven by tenderness and urgency. The simplicity of the band's melodies, the suppleness. Yeah, that's Mm. right. Suppleness of Chris Martin's vocals. Supple music. I wouldn't say his vocals are supple, but anywho. You just gotta hang on every last (laughs) word of the line. And the grandness of the arrangement make, quote, the scientists and clocks resilient anthems for a new millennium. While the atmospheric daylight and warning sign look back to the weightless space balladry of David Bowie and Pink Floyd, in my place is a gentle slow motion march that seems to stop time. First of all, I love Coldplay, and I love this album, but I don't think you can compare it to Pink Floyd and David Bowie. Hmm. I don't know. I'm yeah. pretty sure Bowie, once this album came out, was like, I've never made any good music. Coldplay is the only band that should ever exist. Well, that's not right. And he stopped making music. Yeah. 
I mean, it's fair. Because yeah. Cole plays so much better. Than David Bowie. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I just, I can't get over how silly that, that state. I don't know what, I guess I just don't read iTunes blurbs. Maybe they're all terrible. I'm no, sure most blurbs are awful. Yeah, okay, most blurbs are awful. This is Have you bad. ever yeah. just read uh, the one sentence summaries of movies on Netflix? Because they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> just I'm do pretty it. sure they have a good time with that. Like that's yeah, you'd have a lot of fun. Yeah. So this this track's a bit of a snoozer. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. So it's got like the it's it's got a lot of it's not acoustic really, and then it's kind of loud sometimes, but then it's also slow. It like gets loud and then it gets really quiet. And it's like. Yeah. 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 And then at then at the end it like ends with the the weird quiet part where he's like and i don't know why it ended like that and i don't like it like that you don't like it like that no i don't okay but good to know good to know i mean if we just want to talk lyrics for a second because i feel like they're so good the opening line of this album or the opening verse okay i suppose look at earth from outer space everyone must find a place give me time and give me space give me real don't give me fake. Got him. Fuck. Does he really write all of his lyrics? Written by Chris Martin. Mm. All tracks written by Guy, Johnny, Will, and Chris. All right. Uh, it, yeah. in- recruit- it includes all their actual last names, but this is one out of here. one out of four white dudes will do this for each track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a consortium of whites. <laughs> <laughs> a murder so- of whites. So I what? So I feel that like the first one we could just skip over. It wasn't that good. It's not a great album opener, especially because there's some other good. No, songs I think it's a it. good album opener. You think so? Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's okay, but I definitely think the closer. No, that first like it's not good. That first like opening chord or whatever, and then it, it goes into the really loud reverb guitars. The opening is great. Yeah, it works. It works. As... And then it gets too quiet and weird. I you and sure? the ending's too weird too. I I don't remember that. Am I thinking of the wrong song? No, I just don't like it. I'm here Dude. for it. Sounds like Coldplay to me. Yeah, three out of four Coldplays. Three out of four Coldplays for this song. I give it boys. two out of two out of four Coldplays for an opener. But like, if it were somewhere else on the album, I think it would work. All right, what's the next song? So that's politic. I don't really think it's political. <laughs> Sorry, this is in my place. Oh, excellent. Excellent song. I'm a cold boy for In My Place. Yeah, this is a really good song. Um, I think it's just really well done. The symbols are a bit much at times, but that's just my musical opinion. I think you're cursed with the burden of actually knowing about music. Yeah, it is a curse. Thank you for recognizing the struggle that well, I go you, through. It's self-inflicted. It's like you monkey-pawed yourself. Yeah. You're like, I wish I knew about music. I think and then that, you've ruined pop music for I yourself. think the reason mm-hmm. that I've liked pop music more and more since I graduated is because I play less and less music every day, you know, which is sad and I'm depressed now thinking You've played about it. zero for a long time. For a long time. But I still listen to classical music sometimes. But like, I can't, I don't know, before I was vehemently against pop music. And, I mean, except for obviously my childhood. And then I got to, I went to college and I was like, <laughs> pop music <laughs> so wait Anoop you didn't know this song I thought this was a big hit too no what so I guess there's 
let's let's backpedal a bit like when do you think radio music even registers in the memory banks oh man uh let's see there's a very narrow window right because when i wasn't driving i just put in headphones for a long period of time so there's like really young like early 90s where i was listening to the radio then headphones and mp3 players become a thing so no more radio then i start driving and the novelty of the radio is still interesting to me and i don't have a way of like consistently playing music or whatever right and then i stop driving because i moved to a city then start driving again but have the ability to play podcasts at all times all the day so i never listen to music ever again so this so this album is probably so old that it wasn't in your radio playtime at any point. No. And the ones that would have been would be Clocks and The Scientist. Yes, yes, because they were played after that point in right. time. They were probably, like I mean, fucking that shit probably was played at like a school dance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Abs- yeah, for sure. Okay. That, that, that puts it some context into it. Because I, my parents had this album, so this was one of the CDs in our car. And I definitely remember hearing some of these songs on the radio besides the scientists and clocks but i mean i owned this cd and i would listen to it on the bus to middle school and i would yeah you hold up the, hold the up disc my, man my disc man because otherwise it would it, we had a lot of dirt roads we went on otherwise it would skip it's got yeah. cool album art too mm-hmm. it does yeah i would get a t-shirt with this on it still i didn't at the time because i didn't have money because i was yeah, no, I was a closeted school. Coldplay fan. Right, so. so you couldn't outwardly show. I did go to a Coldplay concert at Continental Airlines Arena, which mm-hmm. I don't know if what it album? exists anymore. It was after Viva La Vida, so <sighs> they were dressed up as French revolutionaries. That would have been good. It was It was really good. I'm really jealous. I never got to see them live, and I never will now. They're still a band. Their music's not the same. <laughs> I, I never got to perform. see them live, and now they're dead. <laughs> Or okay, you guys, give me shit for mans- mansplaining fandom, yeah. and she's like, my favorite band stopped music- making music in 2007, <laughs> and it's never been the same since. It hasn't. So here's the thing for me, I did not listen to albums for a very large portion of my life. Mm. One because yes, like I said, I wasn't listening to music, but two, my we had one MP3 flavor. We had yeah, one, one flavor. MP3. Yeah, one flavor. One MP3 player between my brother and I. He then he got his own, but I never downloaded like new music. So there's like a chunk of like early 2000s music that I listened to a lot. But he didn't download albums. He would just download like his favorite songs. So it was just a collection of like early 2000s music, like some 41, a little bit of My Chemical Romance, like a bunch of random stuff that probably people were listening to at that time right and then good charlotte for sure music was like mostly uh, i didn't actually really engage with music in high school at all like Mm -hmm. i i remember not even being kind of a fan of music period like it was just like yeah yeah music's i don't really know because it seemed baffling to me friends right now 
I have been a robot for very large portions of my life. The fact that I am a social human being who's able to hold conversations is a miracle that I don't think enough people give me credit for. Because they don't have the perspective. (laughs) They don't have the long game. Because there's a number of paths in which I become this weird, unapproachable weirdo. And you can see them. Like, you can see those versions of me, like, standing next to me in a a multiverse lineup. You see the other noobs who are like, just, what the fuck is that guy, (laughs) right? See, yeah, maybe it's unfair. Because I was intentionally prying a bit with the question. Because I knew a noob was not really into music before probably college for the most part. So it was like, what is someone... This album's 2002, so what does someone with, like, very little interest or exposure to music yeah, think about? coming in fresh. Right. I mean, besides Clocks, which is timeless. Even now, like, the albums that I've listened to, like, fucking, yeah, I've listened to 8 million, the, the Hamilton soundtrack 8 million times, right? Well, yeah. Uh, I still fucking love Welcome to the Black Parade. I love My Chemical <laughs> Romance. I will listen to that yesterday. <laughs> I did listen to that yesterday. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Just a random assortment of things. There's Hosier's self-titled album. Or Hosier. I don't know how to use, pronounce their I name. But yeah, that one. Sure. The one with Take Me to Church on it. I, oh, I yeah. like that album. Yeah, I only know that uh, one song. He played yeah. it at ACL when we heard it. I was like, oh, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So now I've entered that phase of my music career where I've bookended any music that I accept. And now I have my chunk of music, so now it's like, ugh, anything new? It's a Lame. lot of work. See, like, I have a lot of albums where I was thinking about this the other day, because I was, my iTunes, uh, recently, when I lost my phone, I had to, like, I didn't reset it, or re- resync it to whatever it was recently, so it was showing me all these songs that I, like, or albums that I used to listen to, like, a really long time ago. Like, maybe when I got my iTunes account, I was like, what? So then I got really excited, and I was, like, listening to Sarah Bareilles, and then I was like, it literally just, like, took me back to a place, and I feel like I get that out of so much music, because I listen to music all the time as a kid i mean which makes a lot of sense given that i'm a musician but i just listen to it so much like on the bus ride to school every day i would have my little walkman and i would listen to my my cds and then once i got an mp3 player you know i went through about half a dozen of them because i'm a hot mess with electronics oh should we say how you lost your phone recently and I had to buy a new one i already said that that's oh. i preface the story you you were all there with yeah me. you got a new phone because you've lost it because you're bad with electronics yeah i really am My, i don't know if, if losing a thing counts as being bad with it it does, like, it does. if i had a sword if I you lose a kid are you bad with kids yeah Okay, that's a different category, though. Well, I guess, like, I guess no, because you could still be very charming with children and yeah. entertain them very much, but then you also lose I think them. if you lose, I could be entertained with my phone. <laughs> I'm treating you good, phone. Okay. If I lose it, I'm still bad with it. I'm I also... I don't think that counts. I think it counts. It's a great analogy. You all stop dead in your tracks. You're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Got a backpedal here. I will Kids admit are different. it was a good analogy. I will, I will give you that. It was a good analogy. If I lose my dog, I'm bad with dogs. I'm okay, like you two keep steps away from the phone. living things. Yes, if you lost a plant, you would also be bad with plants, and that would be incomprehensible. How did you lose a plant? <laughs> you, if you lose a car, are you bad with cars? No, no, you, you might still be, be an excellent mechanic. Yeah. Oh shit! Now my your theory uh, is I've gone. I've dug a hole but, too deep. Uh, as much as he's 
pulling shit out of his ass. Um, I also, Always. I just am also very bad with electronics. Despite losing them, I have washed two phones, not one, two. I've also, uh, oh wait, actually, it might be three phones that I've washed. I broke every single MP3 player that I had. Even the first one of the first MP3 players I had was like the size of an iPad, basically, and it had these big rubber balls on each corner so that it was like drop proof and i still dropped it and broke it um i've lost a phone actually maybe two phones i crack a lot of screens i'm kind of bad with phones but that's beside the point what i was saying (laughs) is that i just besides enumerating my many foibles (laughs) allow me to continue as i was saying uh i just used to listen to a lot of music in different like places and so and i was i'm fully an album person i love listening to an album all the way through especially when you're younger and we didn't have the option to not like if i put a cd in i'm listening to the cd it's like maybe i'll skip over a couple of tracks that i don't like but well there's no concept of being like oh i can't wait to listen to this sweet playlist all right track three of this cd (laughs) and let me thumb through my library and i'm like on the bus so i'm not going to bring multiple cds it's kind of like all right today's the day where i'm listening to christina aguilera and that's happening and that's what i'm bringing that's a that's a commitment right that's a level of commitment i don't think people will have nowadays where it's like you're picking the theme of the whole day. Like, maybe, what, you could maybe carry a few discs with you. Yeah. Some kids are, like, fucking ballers. They have that fucking sleeve the with them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I call those kids? They're targets. They're painting <laughs> the fucking target on their back. Steal that shit. You're set for life. I was definitely in Colleen's camp. It's like, all right, cool. I got my Godsmack CD for today. Ooh. We're going to rage in the back of the bus. Yeah. Yeah. That was me. So I just, I have a lot of vivid memories of, of albums and I don't necessarily have a vivid one of this one. I feel like this is a little bit too young for me to have like a, like associate it with like a place, mm-hmm. but, but it's, it's, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I love music and I always have really just identified with like things at certain time. And of course it's always like, you're, you're, I, I, the Sarah Bareilles album I just remember because I'd just gotten broken up with by my high school boyfriend who I'd been dating for like three years and of course my heart was like torn in two and my world was ended and I was never gonna love again and he was the one and for she me hasn't. <laughs> and, she hasn't, yeah. and I never got over him I still love you just kidding what generic white guy name does he have Jesse uh, <laughs> that is a Yep. Did you wait? Did you like him exclusively because then the song Jesse's Girl was technically about you? It was about me. Yeah, you know it. And yeah. now he's married to a girl named Kim, and there's a song called Kim and Jesse. It's weird. That's a great song. Yeah, it's a great song. I'm like, this is better. It's a better fit just for the song, you know. They probably don't even know the song. They do. Oh. He likes music. So does a noob. It's a low bar to clear. He's always like music. That's why I dated him. He played guitar. Oh my god, he was so cute. <laughs> oh my god. But of course my world had ended when I listened to Sarah Borella's album. So then I identified with all of the songs that were Actually, like, Sarah Borella's does tend to have that effect on people. She's so good. She can end worlds. But, um, Coldplay. Should we get back in our place? <laughs> no, let's talk about The Waitress. You know, I really, I did listen to parts of that album. I liked it. My colleague said he really liked it. Yeah. Quan? Quan, yeah. Quan. Quan. Hi, Quan. I just waved like he could see me. Shout out to Quan. <laughs> Quan. 
He would also identify with the fact that you've listened to Hamilton he's 8 million Quan times. He's in a he's... million. <laughs> I literally said that to him today. Um... <laughs> you nerds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In My Place is the second one on the album. It's great. Love it. Should have been a hit. I don't know why that wasn't on the radio. It, it actually was a hit. How often does on this album does he go, yeah? Every single song. Okay. And then he That's can't... actually a tick. And he can't end a line without holding that last syllable or word, right? Yeah. Again, uh, that is a speech impediment. Because uh. I don't remember every Coldplay song sounding so Coldplay-y, but there. now I'm like, yeah. yep, you could just hit shuffle and I'd be unsure of what year, album, yeah. song name. Well, I think you'd know if it was from the first one because, like I said, it was more acoustic. Yeah, they, but then they're after going the so second, heavy on this one. After the second album, they're less acoustic and they get a bit more electronic every time. Yeah, I mean X and Y is my favorite album. It's mm-hmm. got it's got talk. It's got that sweet Craftwork uh, song. Oh, yeah, it's sick. Oh, should have done that one. I'm looking it up because I don't remember it. I mean, I remember it, but what was in Parachutes? That was her first one. Oh, yeah. Yellow was the only starred one on the iTunes, so. That's all that matters. X and Y. Oh, Fix You. Yeah, that's one of their other ones. Ooh, Swallowed in the Sea. That was a good one. Okay, this is a good album, too. I'm going to have to listen to this tomorrow at work. Back to the point that I was definitely making somewhere. The next, the third song. God put a smile upon your face. Also a great song. This album's awesome. Yeah, this is a really good song. I really like the song. Like listening to this when I was younger and being like, man, I wish to play guitar because I really liked that chord progression right there at the beginning of the song. I don't know what it was. Plus, this is the first one that starts off with like an acoustic guitar. Hold on. Let's check the lyrics for this one. I'll, I'll, I'll get it. Where do we go? Nobody knows. I've got to say I'm on my way down. God, give me style and give me grace. God, put a smile upon my face. Yeah, when you work it out. Yeah, it's good. He's asking God for the right things. Give mm-hmm. me style, give me grace. Yeah. You got to marry Gwyneth Paltrow. Are they still together? I don't know. Oh, God. Wow. I think Gwyneth Paltrow is actually legally married to Goop. Yeah. That God, does Goop right. stand for something? Uh, good old odd products. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Go on. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I want to end it with pussy because there's Same. jade crystals. Right, because the crystals that you pussy. put in your vagina. I can't think of anything. I want to say uh, up. Gems, only orifice, parentheses, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Goop. Okay, so God put a smile on your face. Great song. Yeah, this song rules. I was this... like, I listen. So I listened to this car. I drove to work today, which I never do. But I was like, I'm gonna listen to the Coldplay album. And I was like, Oh shit, I'm gonna turn this up. And then I looked around, and not get caught because my homophobia. <laughs> <laughs> but one I... of your high school like bullies just pops up in the back of our Subaru. Hey, what? Oh, you're so gay. What are you it's gay? So you know weird, how I know you're gay. Someone from high school messaged me today. <laughs> <laughs> you must have heard he's like you know how i know you're gay he called me a homo <laughs> you know how i know you're gay you listen to coldplay and i cried anyways you want to go out sometime i too listen to coldplay <laughs> i'm gonna make you guys do you guys know the bit i'm talking about in 40 year old version yeah yes okay. of course all right. all right all right it's been a while it's been a while
that movie probably does not hold up uh, no. post Me Too. Yeah, definitely not. Um, you mean post women speaking out about the fact that we've been tortured for eternity by men? Well, you could take like the Louis C.K. or Chappelle stance where it's like, oh, it's really tough for guys these days. Can't even be alone in a room with a woman and rape her without everyone finding out. Look, you can't innocently take your dick out and jerk off in front of a woman. And honestly, I think that's in the Declaration of Independence. So I haven't read it that closely, but close enough. I'm pretty <laughs> I sure feel it's like in that there. part was in there. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm adamant. Actually, it was in there. <laughs> I'm pretty adamant. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Cold anyway, Day. we get into the two heavy hitters of this album. Pew pew, back to back. The scientist. And then clocks. The scientist is not as good as I remember it being. Yeah. I feel like the one of the major reasons that it was huge was because of the music video. Oh, it's so good. He's ugly in that music video. Though. Yeah. He's definitely aged like a fine wine. Where if you drink the wine when it's just made, it's not as good. I bet having a shit ton of money from this album yeah. has probably made him more attractive. Yeah. That's my theory. Well, some guys just look sexier when they're older. Name two. George Clooney. I don't know. He looks good in Batman. Nips, Please. Nips you and all. The, come on. Fuck off. Come I on. won't even go there with you on that bit. <laughs> fuck you. Get out Paul of my Rudd? podcast. Paul Rudd has been attractive quiet. forever. Exactly. No, but you're trying to advocate that they get better. Paul Rudd has just been the same level. Like some weird. They should be running aged. experiments on him. No, but he got he got some Ant Man bod going on. The guy oh, he, he's, he's gotten got. fitter. Yeah, but he looks exactly the same. Mm. Mm. Chris, mm. does does okay? Here's the question. Oh, the guy that we uh the guy that we saw in the bar. Oh, Antonio! No, not Antonio Banderas. <laughs> uh, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. He's uh, aged. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, you got two. The guy that plays Derek on Grey's Anatomy. I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's you just making shit up now. Also, the song Fix You is pretty much written for Grey's Anatomy, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. every other every other episode, they're contractually obligated to play it. I'm about yeah. to Google if and Fix Stare you down hallways. Was in Grey's Anatomy. I'm of course like, it I'm wasn't willing Grey's Anatomy. Play... Yep. I, I'll oh, put 10 it was the Denny. It. it was the Denny era. Denny's? Okay. No, there's a Matt whole Denny. Denny, God, it's like you don't even watch Grey's Anatomy. So brief, brief. Was he the heir? Catherine Heigl was fired from the hospital and took up a job at Denny's. Yes. <laughs> okay. Catherine Heigl. She was okay. fixing you an omelet. There's a patient that gets admitted. Catherine Heigl falls in love with him. His name's Denny. They, she like, goes crazy, and then they're so in love. And do they get married? You're uh, asking a new. I'm not like a fan of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I thought you'd know. They give married. I, I like a uh, good Grey's Anatomy. It's called Scrubs. Oh, yeah, that's accurate. But anywho, and then he dies, and it's that. Then they play Fix You. That's then really she quits, goes to work at a Denny's. They play Fix You. They play the scientist actually, because she's an omelet scientist. She okay. does become briefly an omelet scientist, <laughs> yes. That's for like one episode, Matt. That's kind of a deep cut. Okay, the, Sorry. the scientist. Great song. Not a great song. Okay song. 
great okay. music video, but it's also, I, we just watched it before we recorded because I was like, ah, eh, Anoop's not here. We'll, we'll watch it real quick. And No, we were actually, Anoop was waiting for us. Let's but then he wasn't here. He ignored my phone. I just want y'all to know Anoop ignored my first phone call. So, so music video, if you haven't seen it, it basically just plays in reverse. Um, like it ends, it starts with him like on a mattress somewhere. Yeah, what? Which I don't know what that has to do with anything. They're like, hey, it's 2002, let's remind you. Yeah, and then he stands up and just walks backward for a while. You kind of see like, ooh, that basketball's going in reverse, how cool. But anytime they show him singing, it's like so painfully obvious that he's just walking backwards and you're like, I guess at the time it was revolutionary or like it was a huge deal and everyone was like, wow, this music video is amazing. It's so well done. It won awards. But now I'm looking at it. I'm like, come on, guys. But I guess it was a long time ago. The only good music video from the early 2000s is the Fell in Love with a Girl from the White Stripes, Rachel Legos by Michelle. Michel? I don't know how you say his French name. Gondry, the guy did Eternal Sunshine, The Swallow's Mind, my favorite movie. Oh, my God. So I haven't watched it. We've been together I seven years. Keep falling asleep during it. It's not my fault. It sounds like your fault. We gotta watch. I it feel in the like of you the day. are the one who fell asleep. So by <laughs> definition, that is your fault. What are some of the lyrics to the scientists? Okay. I want to break it down. Do, do they also suck? Is I guess the question that I'm asking. Do the opening opening verse. Come came up to meet you. Tell mm-hmm. you I'm sorry. You don't know how lucky you are. Lovely. Lovely. Whatever. You are. I defined you, tell you I need you, tell you I set you apart. Oh, yeah, this is fun. I was Googling stuff about this song after I listened or after we watched the music video. And it was saying that, like, uh, he talked, he went through, like, track by track in an interview on, like, what each song is about. And he was like, yeah, it's just about, it's about girls. Just listen to that instead of our podcast. Just put a link in the bio. (laughs) Yeah. So I just wanted to compare it to some modern music to kind of, contrast sort of how lyrics have evolved right so this is a this is sort of a, a we'll, modern we'll, song. we'll give you the chorus yeah the chorus and then you could compare nobody said it was easy it's such a shame for us to part nobody said it was easy no one ever said it would be this hard oh take me back to the start what does that have to do with scientists nothing i don't know okay he anyway. also talked about it in the interview but i didn't read it so like a true american so let's just compare and contrast yeah, I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road. <laughs> I'm going to ride it till I can't no more. I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road. I'm going to ride it till I can't no more. And I think we can see that it's a little bit more, you know, there's a little bit more substance to that nowadays, you know? Was Lil Nas X closeted? Because just it's possible. It out there. He, might, uh, he might love Coldplay. <laughs> I hate Old Town Road so much. I love Lil Nas X. Yeah. He's all over Twitter, and I love all of his tweets. I haven't seen a single one. That's your problem. So I'm out of the loop here. I'm not woke. Lit? I don't know. What do people say? Uh, yeet. Yeet. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It, it does. It does. To some people, it does. So, The Scientist Have you heard Old Town Road? Hold on. Yes, yes. Okay. Somebody at work forced me to watch it. Wow. Hashtag me too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, The Scientist. Sorry. Scientist. Okay, song. 
shouldn't have been. I feel like if I was going to pick two. So there's two like hits off of this album and it's the scientists and the clocks. If I were going to pick the hits, I would say clocks for sure would be the number one. And then either in my place or green eyes. Sure. I yeah. see it. Green see eyes it. is good. I like warning sign. Warning sign is good too. Okay. So scientists, mediocre. We're moving on. The next one was clocks. Absolutely slaps to this day. It really does. It's yeah, so clocks good. It's still good. There's still no clocks. I don't know what the the lyrics are here. Closing doors and ticking clocks. I don't know. I just never really notice. Lights go out and I can't be saved. Tides that I tried to swim against have brought me down upon my knees. Oh, I beg, I beg and plead. Singing. That's a deep cut because Chris Martin lost a brother to a riptide once. Oh, really? No. Oh. Maybe. uh, He lost a brother to the band... Who made the song Riptide, actually? <laughs> I would believe it. Yeah. So just to compare to sort of a modern song, uh, you know, here are some lyrics. So, oh, 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 you need to calm down. You're being too loud. And I'm just like, oh, 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 you need to just stop. Like, can't you just not step on my gown? You need to calm down. Is it easy, like, kind of the compare and contrast there? Yeah. All right. No context. What song is that? Taylor Swift. Okay. Whatever her new song is. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty popular, Matt. You're kind of not. Yeah. Get with it. It, Shit. Did you know Taylor Swift actually fixed homophobia? Yeah. With that song. Or was it the other song? No, I think that that was the song, right? That was the song, yeah. That was the song. Yeah, the other one is about how great she is. She sings it with Brandon Yuri from Panic yeah. at the Disco. With the weird fucking Pixar Dreamcast. Yeah. Dreamcast? Like That's Sega? not what I meant. I meant Like DreamWorks. a Sega Dreamcast. She rides Echo the Dolphin. Hell yeah. Dis- now <laughs> yeah. I am getting it. Thanks, Taylor. A lot of people don't know Taylor Swift. Huge nerd. Huge nerd. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... Blank Space is actually about Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot that deep cut about Jet Force Gemini on... Uh... Yeah, yeah. It was actually... Originally, the song was entitled Green Hill Zone. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know the reference you're making. Well, <laughs> don't worry about we, it. We jumped all over there, so... Sorry. All right, let's, let's get back to the Coldplay. Let's get back to your comfortable space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm part of the group. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I played a video game once. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Those keys, baby. Yeah? They're good. You're into it? They're, I'm so into it. Yeah. I love clocks. I don't think I've ever seen Matt more. Like, literally the moment I was like, we should do Coldplay. He was like, oh, the album with clocks. Like, you talk to me about this song. Is this your deepest closeted love? Yeah, I mean, it's an amazing song. Say more. I don't know. You made me pick this album. You weren't weren't this emotional during your vows to Kali. So that's my concern right now. At your wedding, you're like, yeah, whatever. I guess we'll get married. You're talking about clocks right now. There's tears in your eyes. It's a good song. It's true. I got nothing else. I got nothing else, man. (laughs) At the end of the day, when I got nothing else, I got clocks. I got clocks. Those keys just get me, man. 
I don't think And anyone... nothing else compares. He says it in the song. It's true. You're so lame. It's a good song. I don't think we need to talk about Clocks, It's really, the best song on the album. Everyone knows it's amazing. It is, abso- it is by far. This is five out of five Cold Boys. I think we only had four, so yeah, it's a five out of four Cold Boys. Five out of four Cold, cold Boy, for sure. Oh, there's an extra Cold Boy up in there, and nobody knows where it came from. <laughs> yeah, he's the one playing the piano. <laughs> it's yeah, really I assume good. his name is Mike, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I can picture it. Steve? Steve could be good. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm trying to think of another. Jake from State Farm. Jake. He's in the band now. Actually, he was in the band and then went to State Farm because he he just couldn't keep up with touring. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not well, he thought State Farm was also a band. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't until see. well after the fact that he realized it was an insurance company. Why did you hire me when I interviewed by playing piano? <laughs> You're just really good. Jam on those keys, you'll be able to jam on this keyboard. Now process these insurance claims. They crush your soul. And then then fix you, please. <laughs> It'd be the best use of the song yet. Lights will guide you home insurance. It doesn't work. <laughs> When you're drunk and then you get in a car accident and then Jake is processing your claim for your dead your dead body. They're actually just yeah. For your widowed family. <laughs> they're actually just playing that music video as their commercial. I forgot while the scientist music video was a tie in with state farm insurance, like don't get in a car accident or you'll need us. It's also a mattress commercial. Yeah. It's for Purple, the- our mattress sponsor. Get a purple mattress. <laughs> or no, it'd probably be Casper, let's be real. Yeah, it was actually Casper's first ever ad. So Yeah, before they were a company. Yeah. Thanks, Casper. Mm-hmm. We've been looking out for you. Yeah, Love Casper my- really is a friendly ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. And a comfortable oh, mattress. Casper, that's why it's a haunting album. Boom. Done. Wait, Nailed because it. so the mattress was a Casper mattress. In which the music was a reference video. to Fri- Casper the Friendly Ghost. Thus making it a haunting album exactly yeah it's all lateral linear the linear thinking to me let's just wrap it up all right (laughs) now that we're done with clocks there's nothing left on this album that i care about it's still good but let's get through it that's a lie these are good okay the next one i don't love daylight it's like the weird coldplay should never have longer than four minute songs and i'm pretty sure this song is like six minutes long is it it's five minutes and 30 seconds yeah so i'm right they're all always long af i gotta be honest they're they're too long okay can we talk about if you're gonna be oh coldplay should never politic 518 okay cut in out, my place 348 cut out a minute 18 god put a smile on your face 456 okay 56 the seconds. scientist 508 yeah the scientist Clocks, is too long 506 all right make it 10 minutes longer <laughs> <laughs> and then daylight's 527 <laughs> And, oh, warning signs even longer, 5.30. Yeah, again, too long. So what Matt is proposing fundamentally is all the songs sh- should be four minutes and the time of those other songs should be added on to clock. I'm, okay. Yeah, I, I'm okay with this theory. Um, The longest one on the album is A Rush of Blood to the Head. Yeah, not, not my favorite song. A Rush of Blood, why is that the titular song? Because it's not, it's not that good. Because if you like name a- your album Clocks, it's like... What? Rush of Blood of the Head sounds good. 
It sounds like a weird sex thing. What? I don't know. That's just how I feel. It's like, oh, I'm Chris Martin. I'm rich. I got trapped in my crazy sex swing. Got a rush of blood in my no, head. No, it's because the rush of blood to... It's a sex move called the rush of blood to the head. No, I think a noob's going with like the... the... Yeah, I guess, yeah. The like physiological reaction. The other, you mean the other head. Yeah. Do you mean the no, other head? No, it's actually, you? it's not what you guys <laughs> think. Yeah, so a lot of people think it means the other head, right? Of course. That's the obvious, but that's not actually what Chris Martin was thinking of. He's actually talking about the feeling of disappointment after you finish jerking off. And it's a rush of blood back to your head. <laughs> you see? And when that blood gets back to your head and you realize what you've done, yeah. that's why this that's really what was so haunting about this album. Mm. And dare I say, confident and informed by 911. If, I know you guys can't see a noob right now, but he's just holding a glass of wine in the most douchey way, just swirling it, and then he's sniffing it, swishing it, and then spitting it. That's while he was doing all that, he was also talking. In my defense, I am always doing that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and I've, I've gotten in a lot of trouble at work. For Never seen also, without a glass of wine. He's also got a cigar in his hand, so. Yes. I, I haven't lit the cigar in years. Just there. Yeah. Just chewing on I it. don't smoke. I have asthma. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so daylight inconsequential. We yeah, won't talk dang. about it. Yeah, he says Don't like times. it. Least favorite song on the album. Yeah, least favorite song on the album. Next one, Green Eyes. I remember as a middle schooler, he wasn't even dreamy, but I wanted this song to be about me and I wish I had green eyes. Like this song made me want green eyes. Because it was sweet. The lyrics are sweet. Honey, you are a rock upon which I stand, and I come here to talk. I hope you understand. The green eyes, yeah, the spotlight shines upon shines upon you, and how could anybody deny you? That's so sweet. Honey, you should know that I could never go on without you. Why don't you write me songs, Matt? Well, Honey, Matt you are could the go sea. on without you. You said that sea. on many occasions. <laughs> Honey, that was in his vows, actually. <laughs> I'll be fine without you. Honey, Your turn. you're the sea upon which I float. Where were these in our wedding vows? So the problem is, I think this is a classic mistake that Coldplay didn't pick up from Elton Brown. Elton Brown. <laughs> Elton Brown. The <laughs> weird crossover between Elton John and Elton Brown. Okay, I'm done with the podcast. It's over. <laughs> All right, the... cue the outro music. No, no, no. The problem, what they didn't pick up from Elton John, was that you shouldn't specify the color of eyes. In yeah. your song about somebody. That's true. You know, Elton John, he can't remember if your eyes are green or blue. He he does know that this is your song, but he doesn't know the color of your eyes. And he knows that your eyes are the sweetest that he's ever seen, but he doesn't remember what color they are. I bet Gwyneth Paltrow has blue eyes, and she was like, who's the bitch with green eyes? Who the fuck are you singing about? Who were you singing about? You're obsessed. Now put this in my vagina. It's going to ground me. This green eye. Well, that's why she puts jade eggs into her vagina. (laughs) She's hoping that the jade will absorb via her vagina and enter her eyes. It was about me. (laughs) A lot of people, you know, the old saying, the eyes are the window to the vagina. (laughs) I've learned that from experience. Gross. Gross. Okay. Next one. Warning sign. Very good. Amazing song. Very good. Three out of four. This is the one where he's like, I missed you. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's an amazing song. And the truth is, I definitely identified it with this as well later when I started dating. Yeah, this is like a linear forehead up against a bus window and be like, When it's raining out. He gets me. Your hood's up on your They hoodie. made this song for me. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the lyrics here. Okay. And the truth is, I miss you. That's the only thing, I'm pretty sure. That's the... That, yeah. Oh, another another reason that it's haunting. He uses the word Casper. haunt. Use word. He uses the word ooga booga boo. <laughs> Use code Casper at EYRS.com for 15% off your next mattress purchase. For, uh, <laughs> oh, so now we sell mattresses. <laughs> it's this weird pyramid scheme where we buy mattresses and sell them for more. <laughs> I'm very poor. Anyways, warning sign's great, super sweet. A warning sign, you came back to haunt me and I realized that you were an island and I passed you by when you were an island to discover. Wait, wasn't the last one he was just in a sea? He might have been. Does he, does he live on the ocean? Yeah. He's got a lot of water. Oh, uh, yeah. He's a big parrot head. Huge <laughs> fan of Jimmy Buffett. Jay Buff, as we like to call him, as the parrot heads like to call him. Yeah, I love to call him that. Actually, I'm lying. I don't know this song. So we're past warning sign and we're on to a whisper. whisper. And I gotta say, maybe this is my least favorite. This might be tied for my least favorite with uh, what was the other one? Oh, is this the one that's like whisper, whisper, whisper. whisper. I hear the sound of ticking of clocks. Wait, what? This is a clocks callback? Yeah. We're three tracks away. It's like, I can't get away from you clocks. (laughs) <laughs> clocks we need to add another 30 seconds on the clocks chris we can't add any more time on the clock it's we already, need to it's already 15 minutes long <laughs> it's gonna be all clocks and I it's gotta play. be all clocks all the way down i think he says out like eighteen thousand times he says clocks seven million times <laughs> yeah well on the 47 minute of clocks. Clocks, 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 clocks. Your phone is frozen and will not let her turn off clocks. (laughs) (laughs) Matt laughs as if he didn't plan that himself. Oh no, your phone is broken. Initiate only clocks. clocks. (laughs) But it doesn't say clocks anywhere in the song clocks. Yes, it does. The lyrics? Isn't it closing doors and ticking clocks? No. Oh. Closing walls and ticking clocks. He yeah. says it once. He, he definitely says, says a sees a lot. I now I want to do this. All right, I'll make this. <laughs> make this. Do it. Go. All right, it's ten. Oh, no, no. See, I I've got the lyrics right here. The lights go out. I can't be clocks. Tides that I've tried to clocks against have brought me down upon my clocks. Oh, I beg, I beg, and clocks singing, clocks out of the things, clocks. Shoot an apple off my clocks. <laughs> it's weird because Sorry. he originally wrote the song expecting a big ad buy-in from Clogs, and then when they pulled out, he's like, "Fuck! Yeah. Well, this is our best song." What Briefly, are we do? the song was about Crocs. Yeah, he's like, "Oh man, this big Crocs money's coming in hot." <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, next song is the what do you call it? Title track. Title track: A Rush of Blood to the Head. I bet he says a rush of blood to that in it. Yeah. He says blaming it 
blame it upon a rush of blood to the You're head. trying to convince me that clocks doesn't have the word clocks It has in it in once. You're you're acting like it was like the entire chorus. you just like, clocks, 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 And you just read me the lyrics. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Anywho. That's how it goes. Um, Yeah. Rush of Blood to the Head's a great song. Yeah. This is a good song. Uh, Great title track. I feel like it makes for great album art. Well, the track doesn't make the album art. But, like, I feel like, sorry, it goes with the album art. I just feel like it works. Like, yeah. any other any other song on this, I don't think would work with the album art. I just think it looks good. I know, I think Clocks would. Oh, my God, you're obsessed. God, it's like 20 years of, not 20 years, however many years this came out ago, of closeted Clocks loving coming out of the woodworks. Keep okay. it to yourself, man. Unabashedly a Clocks fan. And then we get to the last song on the album. I don't love it as an album closer. What's it called? Amsterdam. I thought the last song was A Rush of Blood to the Head, so maybe I accidentally didn't listen to this one. Oh, I did. It's fine. It's a fine song. It's not my favorite. I think they could have ended the album a little bit better, but... I think you're saying this album is end-to-end bangers, nothing but hits, clocks 24-7. Overall... Oh, um... Matt, don't... Come on, don't leave. <laughs> Matt, come back. Tell Matt Colleen, tell he's, Matt to come he, back. He's gone. He's left me. Is that, what is that I hear in the back? Is he listening to clocks right now? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, come back. Is he just masturbating? Yeah, furiously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that rush of blood to the head. <laughs> the first Now time. that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Okay, guys. Uh, I, uh, from zero to four, Cold Boys. Uh, how many Cold Boys is this album? And then how many Wild Wild Wests is this album? <laughs> okay, this is like three and a Civil War amputee amount of Cold Boys. Okay. So it's pretty good. Like, uh, they yeah. lost a leg, maybe. I love this album. I was going to say 3.75 Cold Boys. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it... I'll give it two cold boys. Two cold boys. Okay. I can get yeah, without I think the nostalgia. Like two songs on there that are pretty good, and then the rest is kind of like nostalgia fueled. Yeah, I hear that. I All feel right. that. How many Wild Wild Wests? It's like a trillion, a trillion Wild Wild West. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's like fifteen Will Smith and drag scenes. <laughs> X quality. Yeah. Or 27 Selma Hayek butts. Okay. If they weren't oddly devoid of sexuality. God, the least sexual depiction of Selma Hayek's butt. I'm going gonna, gonna to give it 15 Will Smith putting his horse down. <laughs> 15 dead Will Smith horses. Damn. <laughs> Highest, highest um, the tomato meter's ever gone. I'll say this is 13 uh, giant mechanical spiders. Ooh. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, one mechanical, giant mechanical spider almost broke up the union, so. Yeah. Imagine what you could do with 13. Yeah, with one 13 British pop superpowers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have 13 mechanical spiders manned. Buy 13 cloned copies of Coldplay. One of them. One of them is Imagine Dragons. <laughs> and you don't know which one. 
<laughs> and you know, you know, single difference between Coldplay and Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons is for the Union. Coldplay, of course, for the Confederacy. Obviously, Everybody knows obviously. that. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, this was great. Um, I feel like we actually talked about the album for maybe 15 minutes this podcast. We did good. Oh, God, because I know nothing about the album still. I listened to the entirety of it. I'm still like, oh, yeah, the one with clocks on it. Yeah, that's a good album. I mean, that'll forever be your opinion of this album, and that's okay. It'll be forever. That's why the album should be called Clocks, okay? Look, the album with Viva La Vida is called Viva La Vida. All right, he's not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. Well, now I'm looking at, like, the first album. What was his parachutes, right? Not every album has a title track, though. Just yeah, push. I was just going to see if there is a parachute song. Okay. I propose, okay, you name the album. So you name an album when it comes out. Then a few years down the line, whenever the most popular song is finally determined, you change the name of the album to the name of the most popular song on the album. Makes sense. All right. Well, uh, thanks for uh, listening to us ramble on about our childhoods. You like picking good stuff. A noob's. Yeah, it was too good. Sorry. I know. Well, okay, not everything we remember sucks, and we have to think of the good ones. And to be fair, I refer to Exhibit A, the name of this podcast. But we also. Not some of the things you remember sucks. Not some of the things you remember are good. Not most of the things you remember suck. Everything. Select. Right click, select all. Okay, y'all remember sucks. Y'all started this when the first thing that we reviewed was The Matrix, so I don't want to hear it. You both love The Matrix. It was so good. And it doesn't yeah, suck. Yeah, it's still great. And but... we also have Harry Potter on our list, and that didn't suck. Oh, no, Harry I'm Potter's reading... terrible now. I'm reading Order of the J.K. Rowling is so fucking bad. transphobic, and I'm over it. I'm over J.K. Rowling. Crimes of Grindelwald, Crimes of J.K. Rowling, they're too much for me. Order of the Phoenix is still bad. Reading it now. Not good. It's not that it's not good. It's that it's whiny, and that's why it's good. It's not good. Because if you were, what is he, 14, 15 in it, you'd be whiny too. And, and you one... were probably whiny. I'm glad I didn't know you when you were 15. Why are Hermione and Ron because it's then. it's from it's about Harry Potter. Also, Harry did watch a kid die. I I feel like people are too hard on Harry in Order of the Phoenix. Thank you. Okay. Plus, the end of Order of the Phoenix has actual legitimate stakes to it. Things matter in that book. I mean, people. It doesn't need to be. They get tortured. Pages. They get tortured at school, Matt. It doesn't yeah. need to be. You'd whine about it too. You'd He's whine. whining before he gets to school. Because he watched a kid die. Yeah, all right, whatever. Like, we haven't all been on live motion and seen a kid die. Okay, before the internet, though. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking oh, Harry's not oh, tuning into shit. world star hip-hop, so, you know, he doesn't necessarily have Oh, he saw it. a kid die before the internet. That makes him so special. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right, see you Look. next month and a half from now. Bye. I'm done. Thanks for listening to this episode of Everything You Remember Sucks. See you next week, and watch out for those temple guards.